Corey, I'm just going to let you kind of introduce and kind of go with uh, your story, and uh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Russell emailed me, I don't know, a week ago, come share my testimony, and all week I've been wrestling with, you know, do I share my testimony? That's what I wanted to focus on today, but as I go through it through my head, it becomes kind of preachy, and you know, I just... I'm so excited to, to do that. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave the preaching up to Dr. Weiss tonight, and uh, you're in for a gift. Um, but I, I just uh, want to share a little bit of my story. I, I'm uh, Originally, I was born and raised in South Dakota. Anybody from the, the real Midwest? Any, anybody? There we go. And uh, my, my parents divorced at a young age. And uh, really, that's where my story began and, and my, my addiction. I... I introduced myself a lot as I'm a recovering sex addict, intimacy, sexual anorexic. And uh, recently, uh, Dr. Weiss in our team meeting says, I'm going to use this phrase, if that's okay, that this monogamous cheater. And uh, I'm like, that is, that was me. I've never cheated on my wife physically, uh, but I did emotionally once married. I've been married 13 years. I got four beautiful girls. And... uh, but my story started at age five when I was first exposed to pornography. I was at a farm party, grew up on a farm, and uh, the kids, the high school kids were all in the house, and everybody else, the adults were out in the shed having their, their party. And uh, I walked in, and, and there it was, you know, hardcore pornography. And that's where the hooks really got me. It wasn't until years later that that began, that was a seed planted, and, and that began to grow in me as the enemy had become whispering lies in my ear. And uh, I know Garvin has shared here at the net how the enemy uses lies to destroy us. And, and as you go through that, you lose your vision, your gifts, your talents, abilities as, as a young man. Because the men I work with, none of them ever think about, hey, I'm going to wake up and be a sex addict and go cheat on my wife. Okay, or I'm going to have this job, have this life and that I'm miserable in. You know, we grow up thinking, you know, I want to be a cowboy. I want to be an astronaut. You know, I want to be the president, the baseball player, the policeman, the fireman. And as wounds begin to prick our heart, you begin to lose that direction. And, and that was my story. And uh, my parents divorced, parents remarried. Uh, went off to college, couldn't wait to get out of, out of the house quick enough. And uh, got through college, came out here to Denver Seminary, went to, went to grad school, got married in the middle of that, uh, had our first daughter, moved back to Lincoln, Nebraska, where we spent another eight years. But in the midst of that, uh, I began to create a lot of emotional affairs with almost every woman I ever worked with. I was into to masturbation. The pornography thing was not an issue. I, I, I didn't need it. I could fantasize in my head, objectify. I mean, the media trained me to do that. I, I was uh, an expert at, at it, and it was a secret. And um, as we talk about it at our office, at Heart's Heart, is uh, the, the addiction needs two things. It needs secrecy and opportunity. And I had a secret. And there's guys that come here, guys in this church, guys in every church that, that have a secret. And it is destroying our culture. Um, a couple of years ago, Dr. Weiss and I were in Boston, 
And that was an eye-opener to see. Here's people, clinicians, trying to help the addicted. And then we were flying back, uh, and we were sitting. I remember telling Dr. Weiss, you know, we, if that's help, you know, we, we got a problem. <laughs> we got our work cut out for us. And God is patient, but he's not tolerant, I've learned. You know, he's patient with us. He loves us. And too many, in my stories, I had a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. And uh, one night, I had a sexually arousing dream of a coworker. And the next day, this is after the birth of our third daughter. And uh, I began to share this with my wife. And she began asking more and more questions. And we were up many, many nights late talking, arguing, being intimate, arguing some more. Until one night, it, it all the wheels fell off. And I was on the floor choking my wife out in rage. And I, and I was a clinician, therapist at this time. And I used to teach domestic violence courses, okay? And, and that was a real bottom for me. Well, that night, my in-laws came and uh, uh, confronted me. I took the next day off work. Uh, we made some phone calls, found Dr. Weiss's office. We were in Lincoln, Nebraska at the time. And uh, two, three months later, we are out here for an intensive worked with a therapist by the name of Mike and his wife, Patty. And uh, since then, we, we left there, and I was like, hey, wouldn't it be great to be part of a ministry like this? Four years after that, God answered that prayer, and uh, an opening, we got an email from Heart to Heart, and we came out Thanksgiving of 07 and interviewed, per se, and met with Dr. Weiss and his wife and put our house on the market it's about a year later, later September of 08, we, we were out here Labor Day weekend. So this, this month is four years ago today. So I just praise God for that. And I think the misconception is, uh, well, you know, I, I didn't cheat on my wife. I, I didn't do what David did in, in the Old Testament. And guys, our, our culture is sexually sick, okay? And that's the norm, Okay, if you want to be healthy, you're going to have to be abnormal. Okay? And that's swimming upstream against the current, against the other, well, you know, uh, normies, I call them. Men in the church that just come, sit in the pews, week after week, feel sorry for guys like me. You know what? Well, I feel sorry for those guys because they're missing out on freedom. And... um Let's wrap up with this, and I'm happy to share more of this after, after today. Come by and talk to me. Um, God has done amazing things. And my wife and I's prayer has been that God would not waste our pain, and he has answered that in amazing, amazing ways. And I believe God blesses obedience. And, but too often I, I work with men, and they just want to come in my office and talk about Jesus. I'm all for Jesus. Okay, amen. At that point... I don't want to know about Jesus, okay? I know about God's word, and we sum it up in our office. Uh, this, 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 is, uh, this message in here is that you're flawed and loved, okay? And, and too many guys are in shame and guilt. And I won't, if, if you hear anything tonight, hear that you are loved. God has gift, given you gifts, talents, and abilities. Shame is not of God, okay? Shame, shame says I'm a bad person. 
the Heavenly Father, the God I know, may, may bring conviction but not condemnation. Very, very different voices. Okay? So that's important to remember. So the Bible is what Christ has done his, with his free will. Okay? Recovery and being authentic, transparent with men in this, the, the, the net here, that, that's about you. Okay? Recovery is about my free will and choices and how that affects my relationship with Christ. Okay, this is about how he affects his relationship with me. Okay, do you see the difference? No? Yes? Do I need to say that again? Because that's really important to understand. All right. Well, we, recovery, my recovery, my story is about my free will and choices and how that affects my relationship with Christ. Okay? God's word is about his free will and choices and how that affects his relationship with me. Okay? So if you want to get real with each other in here, okay, share your story. Okay? Don't hide behind Jesus anymore. Okay? We know about Jesus, but I want to know what choices you made this week. Okay? 